Today's episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast is proud to be partnered with Anchor Podcasts. Anchor is the easiest way for anyone to make a podcast. If you have a latent idea that's just kind of lying around for a show you would like to record one day, I'm confident that anyone could use this platform to host, record, and distribute your podcast, turning your idea into a reality. Anchor puts everything you need to be successful all in one place. You can start a new recording right from your mobile device. They also have convenient creation tools that allow you to edit your audio files so they sound crisp and great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, letting listeners find your show almost everywhere, including Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several others. And best of all, it's free. There are no hosting fees or monthly subscriptions or minimum listener counts, just an easy-to-use platform to get your podcast out there at no cost to you. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast, a show that seeks to marvel at the mercy of God that meets us in our messy ministries. I'm your host, Brad Gray. I serve as the senior pastor of Stonington Baptist Church in Paxinos, Pennsylvania. And today I thought I'd share a few more thoughts, uh, actually a few more thoughts from a sermon by Alexander McLaren. Uh, I mentioned in the last episode that I've been studying through Alexander McLaren's sermons on the pastoral epistles. This particular quote, though, uh, is another quote in which I haven't been able to get out of my mind just because I, uh, how relevant it is to where we are today. Uh, there's this phrase that's been uh, going around in my head, too, ever since I went to the 2018 uh, Mockingbird Conference in New York City. Uh, I think it was a, a, a talk delivered by David Zoll, the, the lead editor of Mockingbird, and he was talking about how um, and, uh, that we don't have to uh, reckon with other people's humanity because we often don't have to smell them. And this idea that being around them in order close enough in order to smell them would actually bring out of us a a deep empathy because of their humanity and uh, there's something to that I think that is very profound and very indicative of where we are. We can be so easily divided uh, by things just because we can uh, talk through our phones or through our screens and use our fingers on keyboards instead of actually speaking to people face to face and we can be so bold and boisterous with our uh, particular view or or bent in any sort of subject you want to uh, put in there. And it's much harder to do that, I think, if we were to uh, consciously realize the humans that are on the other side. And there's this, I think, profoundness to that thought, that if you really want to be compassionate, which I think is the goal of, of the gospel in the life of a Christian, go where those sheep are. A shepherd will smell like sheep. Smell like the people which you profess to have mercy on. And in that way, I think, uh, oddly enough, perhaps not oddly enough, just because it's a construct and a byproduct of the gospel, but I would say, interestingly enough, Alexander McLaren is writing on the very same idea, the same idea that I heard at a ministry conference in 2018 in New York City. And Alexander McLaren here is writing on the same exact thing in a different generation. Such, again, is why I think it's incredible that the, the effects of the gospel transcend generations. They are universal. They are timeless. Listen to what Alexander McLaren says. 
wherever men would help their fellows, this is a prime requisite, that the would-be helper should come down to the level of those whom he desires to aid. If we wish to teach, we must stoop to think of the scholar's thoughts. The master who has forgotten his boyhood will have poor success. If we would lead to purer emotions, we must try to enter into the lower feelings which we labor to elevate. It is of no use to stand at the mouth of the alleys we wish to clean, with our skirts daintily gathered about us, and the smelling bottle in hand, to preach homilies on the virtues of cleanliness. We must go in among the filth and handle it, if we want to have it cleared away. The degraded must feel that we do not shrink from them, or we shall do them no good. The leper, shunned by all and ashamed of himself because everybody loathes him, hungers in his hovel for the grasp of a hand that does not care for defilement. If it can bring cleansing, we must put our hearts into them. If we would win hearts by them, we must be ready, like our master, to take blind beggars by the hand. If we would bless or help them, we cannot lecture men into the love of Christ. We can win them to it only by showing Christ's love to them. And not the least important element in that process is the exhibition of our own love. We have a gospel to speak of, which the very heart is that the Son of God stooped to become one with the lowliest and most sinful. And how can that gospel be spoken with power unless we too stoop like him? I read those words. And I am just blown away by the meaning that they contain and the message that they proclaim and they reach out from centuries ago and they prick me in the heart. It's of no use for me to stand behind lecterns proclaiming a gospel for the lost unless I am willing to stand with the lost in their lostness and bring them out of it. As he says there, it's of no use to stand at the mouth of an alley that you want to clean with your skirts daintily gathered about you in a smelling bottle in hand and just preach homilies on virtues and cleanliness. I love how McLaren says we must go in among the filth and handle it. Such is what we have in the gospel. Such is what the very gospel that we proclaim is. It's the good news of what? That the God of all holiness and purity and righteousness and love did not eschew our world, did not avoid uh, coming to our world. He came to our world amongst the filth and wretchedness and wickedness and violence and chaos and commotion that it had become. And he cleared it all away in and of himself. He was okay with putting on the lowliness of our world so that we might see that he isn't afraid of it and that he has come to die for it. He has come to wash it all away in his blood. It's a love that comes so close to us it can smell us. Dirt, sin, filth, shame, and all. And it dies for all of that. He comes, he stoops, the gospel of God 
comes and takes us blind, sinning beggars by the hand and says, here, let me show you the grace of God. Let me show you and give you the righteousness of the Creator. If we want to be effective ministers, effective preachers of the gospel, we too cannot be afraid to be among smelly people. We too cannot be afraid to go to these alleys, to go amongst the filth, and put our hearts into those filthy people. Remembering what? That we too were defiled and filthy. That we too had no ability to clean ourselves up, but the gospel came. Jesus Christ, the word that became flesh and dwelt among us, came and cleansed us from all unrighteousness, from all defilement. Jesus put his heart into us. We too, in the ministry, put our hearts into those people that are lost by being with people that are lost. We cannot lecture men into the love of Christ, McLaren says. We show Christ's love. We, yes, we preach Christ's love, but we show Christ's love to them by stooping to where they are, by smelling like sheep. That's it for today's episode of Ministry Minded. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you just heard, make sure you subscribe to this show on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks so much, as always, for your wonderful support. I'll see you on the next episode. Blessings.